Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter 26, verse 15 through 18. Reading from the New King James Version. So I said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. But rise and stand on your feet for there have appeared to you for this purpose to make you a minister and a witness both of the things which you have seen and the things which you will yet re be revealed to you. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. Open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forever, that they may receive forgiveness, forgiveness of their sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Purpose. Purpose. Amen. I started to I started to say tell somebody purpose, but I was reminded. Uh, my daughter reminded me that um, that somebody said when the preacher said tell your neighbor purpose, and they said, well, the neighbors there they can hear it too. Amen. I don't need to tell them. <laughs> Amen. Purpose. Amen. You don't have to tell your neighbor purpose. Just say purpose. Amen. Purpose. Purpose is, is defined uh, as the reason for which something is done or created, for which something exists. Purpose. Amen. Believe it or not, believe it or not, every last one of us in here has a purpose. You were born with a purpose. Amen. You know, too, too, too many times, too many times we convince people that they have no purpose because they, amen, they were born for no reason, that they're good for nothing, amen, they were mistakes, accidents, and everything like that. Let me tell you something, there's no such thing as an accident when it comes to God. You have a purpose. You have a purpose in this life. Jesus saved us for a purpose. He didn't just save you so you can sit on your laurels, amen, and just reap the benefits of his blessing, but you have a purpose the church exists for a purpose come on somebody you are here today for a purpose amen uh, Jesus told Paul you are here for a purpose he, he thought his purpose was to go and persecute the, the Christians he thought his purpose was to go and exercise the authority of the governor but amen but Jesus said that is not even your purpose you have another purpose you have a new purpose and he said, I, I'm here today because you have a purpose. Amen. He was handpicked. Jesus said, I have handpicked you to be a servant and a witness of what's happening today and to what I'm going to show you later on. Somebody need to know that you have been handpicked. Amen. You know when we say we were saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sanctified means you have been set apart. You've been, you've been pulled out of the world, amen. You, you, the, you are still in the world. You're part of the world, amen. You, part, amen. you live in the world, but you're not of the world because God said, I have a purpose for you, amen. And we see in this text, God gave Paul a purpose. 
gave him a purpose, a purpose. He said, I'm sending you off to open the eyes of the outsider so they can see the difference between dark and light and to choose the light. Then not only did they need to see the difference between darkness and light, but they need to make a choice and the choice is light. So you have a purpose not just to show darkness and light, but to be, but be the difference between darkness and light, amen. To be the light that people will choose. Choose the light, amen. That's why we used to sing the song, This Little Light of Mine. Amen. You know, you know, we've been taught that as babies, this little light of mine, but you're not letting your light shine, amen. Come on, somebody. I'm sending you to show the difference. I'm sending you off to present my offer of sins forgiven, amen. God forgives sins. He's sending them for, uh, to show that God forgives and also to give them a place and a family, inviting them to come into the company to, uh, where, where, where the believing begins, amen. When, when, when God sends us out, he says, he's sending us out to invite people to become a part of the company of God. Purpose. Purpose, amen. So the question is, what's your purpose? What's your purpose, amen? First of all, let me tell you something about, about purpose, amen. Each and every one of us has a purpose, and your purpose, you ought to be passionate about your purpose, amen. Be passionate. Be passionate about your purpose, amen. You, you, you need to be passionate about your faith in God. Amen. Now I've seen some passion. I've seen some passion. I've seen some passion on folk. I've seen some folk. I mean, they will argue with passion. You ever see them folk? They get. I don't care if they're right or wrong. They're gonna stick to their guns and argue you down. Amen. You know, I used to argue with. I don't argue with them anymore. Amen. Amen. Because you, you can argue until they they blue in the face. If they that passionate, you're not gonna change them, even if they're wrong. You can try. Amen. Amen. But let me tell you something about arguing. Amen. Uh, I think I believe I said this last week. I don't know. I don't remember that. But but somebody told me, Amen, that that if 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 you're going to argue with a fool, people are going to start wondering who the fool is. <laughs> tell somebody you get that later. Amen. If they didn't get it, go ahead and whisper and tell them what I meant by that. But you need to be passionate about your faith in God. If you are passionate about God, you are passionate about his people. Now let me say that again. If you're passionate about God, then you have to be passionate about his people. I should have had a great amen on that one. If you focus on what you can do for God and do for others, instead of focusing on what God can do for you, you will find your purpose. If you focus on what you can do for others instead of yourself, God will show you your purpose. Am I right about it? So the first thing you need to do when talking about your purpose, you need to be passionate about your purpose. Be passionate. Then not only do you need to be passionate about your purpose, you need to understand, amen, the difference between the dark and the light. You need to understand that God has a, a, a reason for you, amen. Understand that God told us to love thy neighbor as thyself. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know what? If we would just love our neighbors ourselves, everything would be different. Because I'm not going to lie on myself. I'm not going to cheat on myself. I'm not going I'm not going to hurt myself. I'm not going to come on somebody. I'm amen. So love the neighbor as you. I'm not going to steal from myself. Come on somebody. To do what you you got you got to understand we need to do what you with God wants us to you must be willing to love the unlovable. All right. you, you do know that those that seem to 
deserve love the least are the ones that need it the most. I wish I had somebody. Understand that you are the light of the world, the difference between dark and light. Understand that God forgave you your sins. Understand that, 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 that we need to learn how to forgive each other just as God has forgiven us. Amen. And then once you are passionate, and once you understand those things, we also need to be real. You need to be real. Be real with yourself and others around you. Be real. Somebody say be real. Being real means you recognize that you are a sinner saved by grace. I better say that one more time. Be real means you recognize that I am a sinner saved by grace. I know you think you all this and that, holier than thou, amen. You sit up high on a pedestal and all that kind of stuff like that. But you need to understand, be real, amen. The only difference between you and that person out there in the world is but by the grace of God go I. Somebody don't know what I'm talking about. You got to be real. You got to be real. You got to be real. Amen. You got to be real to understand that you didn't even get what you deserve because God gave you grace. And he gave you mercy. You didn't even get what you deserve. Amen. You got to be real. You got to be real. Amen. You know, there's a lot of people out there, you know, the addicts and this and that and things like that. People on the street and, and we talk about everything. But the only difference between them and you is the, the grace of God. Somebody say, it could have been me. Could have been me. Amen. So you got to understand, you got to be passionate about the purpose that God gave you. You got to understand that God gave you a purpose. And you got to be real that, amen, that God, amen, it's because of God that I have this purpose. And, and, and God is going to move in me. God, I, I'm, I'm a sinner myself, but God says, I can still use you. Somebody say, use me, Lord. I want God to use me. And then you need to be persistent. Be persistent. Be persistent. Be persistent. Amen. When I say be persistent, you, you have to be persistent in ministering to the lost. You got to keep on. Just because just, just you went and talked to them one time and they didn't listen to you, you got to keep on coming. You got to keep on talking. Be persistent when ministering to the lost. They're going to get it sooner or later. And if they never get it, then it's not going to be on you if you are persistent. Am I right about it? Somebody say we need to be saving the lost at any cost. Amen. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We're not here to come in here in the air-conditioned church, amen, sit on the padded pews, amen, enjoy, amen, the, the worship and the comfort of this place, amen. We need to go out, be persistent, and get some souls saved. And that means going outside the walls of the church and be persistent in doing so. Be persistent in sharing the word either by speech or by deed. Sharing the word by speech or by deed. What I mean by speech or by deed? Even tell them about Christ or show them there is a Christ. By loving them, love one another. Come on, somebody. Am I right about it? And, and then you need to be persistent in the fruit of the Spirit. Be persistent in the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, the fruit of the Spirit. We got to be persistent in those fruit of the Spirit. Anybody with me? Once, once you have been real and once you've been persistent, once you've been, 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 been passionate, you also need to be open. Be open. Be open. Amen. See, when I say be open, be open, you must, you must open your heart to the love of God. You must... Open your mind to the will of God. 
You must open your ear to the word of God. You must open your eyes to see what God sees in the others around you. Amen. I like that song. He saw the best in me because everybody else saw something else. But if you just open your mind, open your heart, open your, your eyes to, and your ears, you will see something different. Amen. So you need to open your eyes to what God sees in others. Open your life to receive the opportunities of God. And once you do that, once you're persistent, you're real, you're open, you're passionate, you understand, amen. Then you also need to be serious. Be serious, amen. Then what I mean by be serious, you know, you, you, you have to be serious about the business of God. This, this, is not, this is not a game. Be serious about the business of God. Amen. Now, 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 we have fun. We have fun. We laugh. We joke. We have fun. But when it comes down to the business of God, we are serious. Come on, somebody. I joke with the best of you, but when it comes down to the seriousness of God, amen, I don't play. Come on, somebody. Be serious about what God has given you. Be serious about this thing, this, this thing of, of saving soul. We need to be serious about it. Amen. I must work the works of him that sent me while it's day, for when night cometh, no man can work. I need to be serious and get the job done right now. Am I right about him? Salvation is serious. Sin is serious. Sacrifice is serious. This is serious stuff, y'all. Come on. Salvation. I, you, you don't play with salvation. You know, folks, folks be lightly saying stuff about go to here, go there, go there. Amen. You know how we used to say as a kid, you know, H-E double two pick or how, how we used to say it. Amen. Man, that, don't even play that. Don't even play that, amen. Because salvation is serious. And it's not God's will that anybody should perish, but everybody should have everlasting life. Am I right about it? Be serious. Our purpose is serious and not to be taken lightly. Amen. We need to stop playing church. We need to stop playing church, stop playing church, and let's get serious about church. Amen. You need to stop coming, sit down. I'm just going to come because it's Sunday. I'm going to come, sit down, and look and see what everybody else is doing and talk about this person and talk about sit up in church. Amen. Don't pay attention to what the preacher's saying. Sit up in church. Amen. The choir singing, and I'm going to sit down here like a stump on the law. Amen. Come to church. The praise team is praising, and I'm going to sit here and not even shout. Amen. Amen. You need to be serious about your worship. How can you sit in the midst of worshipers And you don't get any worship on you Come on somebody Amen It's going out The worship is going out The praise is going out You ought to catch something Amen 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 I'm, I'm going to tell you something. When I come to church, hey amen, if, if you don't want me to praise them, don't sit by me. You should stay in the parking lot because I'm going to praise them. You ought to be serious. I'll be serious. I'll be serious. Our purpose is serious, and, and, and it's not to be taken lightly. Amen. Our purpose is, 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 is to do everything we can. We need to be serious about church. We need to be serious about our mission. We need to be serious about our vision to win souls for Christ by the thousands. How do you win souls? How do you win a thousand souls? One soul at a time. One soul at a time. Let me tell you something. 
You know, sometimes we look around, we see there's a church on every corner. There's a church here. There's a church there. There's a church here. Everywhere you go, you see a church. Amen. Amen. Everybody's inviting folks to church, and you see it. And, 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 and we, we don't need to be worrying about jumping from one church to another. There's enough unsaved folks around every church that if you just get them in, every church will be filled to the brim. We'd have to be knocking out walls. Every church. Instead of just going from one church to another. Amen. I take no, I take no, I take no uh, pleasure in and 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 new people coming to church, amen, who just left another church. Come on, somebody. Amen. That, that 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 I didn't win that soul. They were already, they just for whatever reason they left the other church. They said, Well, I'm gonna come join your church. Amen. Well, good. Well, while you here, go bring somebody unchurched. Am I right about it? We ought to be serious. We ought to be serious. We ought to be serious. Amen. And then, listen, I'm, I'm almost through. I'm almost through. Amen. Amen. Once, once you understand, once you're real, once you're passionate, persistent, you're open-minded, you're serious, let's get excited. You ought to be excited. Wow. Wow. I thought at least if I said excited, I would at least get an excited response. Man. Let me try that again. Right. <laughs> you ought to be excited. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Y'all, y'all ever see? A, y'all ever see a preacher? You ever see a preacher preach from sitting down? <laughs> Amen. You know, the preacher said, "I'm a preacher. He gonna sit down." <laughs> All right. Where's excitement in that? I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to sit beside my wife because I know if nobody else can give me an amen. <laughs> amen. We'll have church. Amen. But we need to get excited about God. Get excited about God. Amen. Get excited about what he has done. Get excited and tell somebody. Yeah. Amen. You ought to tell somebody how, you know, when I think about how good God's been to me, I get excited. When I think about the fact that he saved me and I was so messed up, I was so, I, I tell you, I get excited. When I, when I just think about the fact that, 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 amen, I was a sinner and God saved me, amen, I get excited. Anybody here excited? I got five. I wonder if I get everybody else. Anybody here excited? I wonder if there's any excited people in the church. I know y'all want me to stop preaching, but if you want me to stop, you ought to at least get excited. Come on, somebody. Get excited about waking up in the morning. Get excited about the fact that God is using you. Get excited, amen, that God wake you up and desire to touch somebody's life. I'm excited that I can make a difference in somebody's life. I'm excited, amen, that when I got up this morning, I had movement in my limb. That excited me. When I got excited, when I had breath in my lungs, that excited me. I got excited when I walked into the household of faith and I saw some other Christians there. I got excited because I felt like somebody was going to praise the Lord with me. I wasn't going to praise him by myself today because I'm in the household of faith. I'm in the church with some exciting people. You ought to look at somebody and say, get excited. Get excited. If they don't want to get excited, then look at somebody else. Just look at them and say, that's all right. Maybe you don't have anything to get excited about. 
let me tell you what I get excited about. When I think about how God has bathed me in his love, when I think about how God spared me from this, that, and the other thing, I have a lot to get excited about. Get excited because he gave you work to do, and I'm going to work it without complaining. I'm going to serve him for the rest of my life. Am I right about it? Get excited about his marvelous work. Get excited about his miracle. If you want to see a miracle, just look at me. If you want to see a miracle, look at me. I know I'm a miracle. I know I'm a miracle. Because God has kept me. He's kept me. Am I right about it? Get excited about your purpose. I have a purpose and I'm excited about it. Come on, somebody. You ought to say I have a purpose and I want to be excited. Am I right about it? Somebody asked me one time, she said, why are you always picking on me? I said, I'm not really picking on you. But if you really want to know why I pick on you, it's on my birth certificate. I was born with a purpose. And my purpose was to get next to you to make sure that you feel better about yourself. That's my purpose. Come on, somebody. I was born to make a difference. I was born again to touch somebody's heart. I was here because God did something for me. I got a purpose. I got a purpose. And my purpose is to work for the Lord. Is there anybody here? I wonder if there's anybody here. You found your purpose. And your purpose is to make someone day. Your purpose is to lift someone hard. Your purpose is to make someone know that God loves you. And so do I. Am I right about it? Even if you came here today and you don't know what your purpose is, I pray right now that God will instill in you the Holy Spirit who will wake you up and show you your purpose. Am I right about it? My purpose. He had a purpose when he was born in a, in a stable. He had a purpose when he was laid in a manger. He had a purpose when he grew up in stature and in wisdom of God. He had a purpose when he found himself in the tabernacle of all the educated and he taught them. He had a purpose when he was baptized in the river Jordan. He had a purpose when he walked the dusty roads of Galilee. He had a purpose when he raised the dead, when he gave the blindness sight. He had a purpose when he gave the lame the ability to walk. He had a purpose when he went from judgment hall to judgment hall. He had a purpose when they marched him up. Golgotha's hill. He had a purpose when he nailed nails in his hand. He had a purpose 
when he spiked his feet, he had a purpose. When they lifted him up, he said, if I, even if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. He had a purpose when he stood on that cross and one said, why don't you get yourself down and rescue us also? He had a purpose when he died. Didn't he die? He had a purpose when he died and they buried him in a ball tomb. He had a purpose when he stayed there all night Friday night, went to the very depths of hell, set the captives free. He had a purpose when he stayed there all day Saturday. He had a purpose when he stayed there all night Saturday night. He had a purpose when early early Sunday morning an earthquake came in rocked the head rocked the world rolled the stone away he had a purpose when he came out of that grave with all power heaven and earth in his hand he had a purpose when he said look here am I look at the wounds in my hand Look at the wound in my side. He had a purpose. When he tabernacled some 40 days and 10 more on a 50 day, he went back up to heaven. He had a purpose. When he arrived in heaven and he got there and sat in the right hand of God the Father, he had a purpose. When he looked down some 2,000 years later, saw a little black boy born in a hospital. Amen. On February 7th, he had a purpose when he touched that little boy with the finger of love. That same little boy grew up and became a preacher for God. He had a purpose when he touched you. He had a purpose when he delivered you. He had a purpose when he saved you. Didn't he have a purpose? He had a purpose when he gave you your voice. He had a purpose when he gave you movement in your limb. He had a purpose when he put you in that job. He had a purpose when he sent you to be around all the folk that you can't stand every day. He had a purpose. He had a purpose for putting you there. It may not be for your good, but it was going to good of them or around you. He had a purpose. Am I right about it? Am I right about it? You may not, you may not understand why you lost your job. You may not understand why you got moved from this place to the other, but he got a purpose. There's a purpose. There's a purpose. And I want to know, God, give me my purpose. Give me my purpose. I want my purpose. Because I'm going to purpose that I do the will of God. And I'm going to do it because he got a purpose. That same Jesus had a purpose when he saw Saul 
riding on his beast. That same Jesus knocked Saul off his horse, blinded his eyes, and when he asked Saul, Saul, why persecutest me so? And he said, Who are you, Lord? He said, It is I whom thou persecuted. Get up. Get up. I have a purpose for you. Wait a minute. He was talking to Saul, but I'm here to let you know he's talking to somebody here. Get up. Get up. God has a purpose for you. Stop sitting down. God has a purpose for you. Get up. Get up and serve God. He has a purpose for you. Am I right about it? Somebody ought to get up. Get up and serve the Lord. That is your purpose. He has a purpose. purpose is not just to sit down and do nothing you don't have a do nothing purpose come on somebody you know what I'm through we gotta go but let me just tell you this somebody asked me why is it that God always seem to use busy folk they already got jobs they already busy doing this they already busy doing that. Because I'm here to let you know, God don't need nobody that don't want to do anything. He needs some folk who already used to working so they can keep on working for the Lord. He has a purpose for you. God don't need no lazy folk. He needs some purposeful folk. He got a purpose, a purpose. Anybody got a permit? You want to say yeah? Say yeah! Say yeah! Say yeah! Yeah! I know it's a purpose. Purpose. My prayer for you today is that God will baptize you in his purpose even right now that he would come down here right now touch you with his finger love and say child I got a purpose purpose I don't care what they say Sheree tell your neighbor I got a purpose And then tell them, and I'm glad about it. Yeah. 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 I'm glad about it. Yeah. And you can get mad at me if you want to. You can talk about me if you want to. You can criticize me if you want to. But I'm going to get excited. 
I'm going to get passionate. I'm going to get motivated. I understand why I'm here. I'm going to get serious. I'm going to go and live out my purpose. And I'm going to love God. And when I see him for myself, when I see him for myself, I'm going to say thank you.